Welcome to Castle Conversations. My name is Sophia, and today we're going to be celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month and just talking a little bit about our stories. So, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hi, I'm Fatima. Hi, I'm Issa. And hi, I'm Leah. Alright, so my first question is, what does Hispanic Heritage Month mean to you? Like, why is it important or, like, needed? <laughs> um, well, I think it's needed because it's important to celebrate your heritage and kind of represent your, yeah, your heritage and kind of talk about it with people who, like, have those same things in common. And, like, I think it's pretty cool to see every, like, country's celebration mm-hmm. of, like, what it means to them. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. What about you guys? Um, I just think it's fun because it brings people together and just, like, the parties and people celebrating, mm-hmm. like, you know, your heritage. It's cool. It mm-hmm. makes you feel, like, good. I actually went to Viva Mexico. I don't know if you guys went to that, but it was really fun. It was, like, this parade, and it was, like, it was nice because I've never really experienced anything like that. Like, I mean, obviously, like, I feel part of the community, yeah. but, like, seeing the community, like, in, like, Peoria, it was really cool because there was, like, so many people. Everybody was, like, honking. Like, there was, like, flags everywhere. And it was nice because, like, most of my family is in, like, Chicago and Mexico, so it was nice to feel part of that community. What about you guys? Like, how is your, like, family life? Do you have a lot of family here? Um, I don't have any family here. Actually, they live in Texas, mm-hmm. but we, like, try to communicate, so, like, I'm not really close to them, but mm-hmm. they have, like, a lot of parties and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, so I'm just here. <laughs> Yeah, I've never really, like, experienced, like, the typical, like, Latino parties yeah. just because, like, all of my family is, like, so far away. Have you guys ever experienced that? Um, I have, yeah, with just, like, fellow Mexicans and Hispanics. <laughs> 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 but um, a lot of my family does live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think about, like, an hour north. And then some of my, well, my dad's family lives up there. Mm-hmm. And my mom's family lives, like, mainly in Texas, like, in the Austin area. And then I have just one aunt in Mexico. So mm-hmm. we're kind of all over the place, and it kind of sucks that, like, just my family, it's really just my family that's in Peoria, but everyone else is, like, close Literally to Literally same! <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, I always feel so left out, because I always feel like I'm that, like, cousin that comes in, right, and right, I'm, like, right. not in on the jokes, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. this is a little bit upsetting for me right, right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've become that cousin because all of my family lives in Mexico, because I was born in Mexico, and mm-hmm. I lived there till I was 11. Oh my gosh, so, wow, okay. So everyone is in Mexico. <laughs> I have, like, one uncle in Chicago. We rarely see him, though, because... Yeah. <laughs> Why did you guys decide to move? Um, my dad got a job opportunity for oh, Caterpillar, cool. so we oh. moved here. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so interesting. No, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, my dad was a first generation. Like, he, like, I don't think, I don't actually know where he was born. No, I think, I think he was born in the United States. I had to go back. No, so, yeah, he was born in the United States. Both of my um, grandparents are, like, from Mexico, but, like, what about you guys? Um, so, both of my parents were born in Mexico. Both of them immigrated here. And they were, oh, I want to say, like, not even teenagers. Like, the teenagers or before. I don't <laughs> really remember sometimes. They mm-hmm. talk about it all the time, but I don't remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, they both came here with all their families. Um, so they were born in Mexico. And my brother and I, we were born in America. So. That's really cool. What about you? Um, well, my grandpa's parents were actually born in Mexico. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't see him because they already died. But, so it's like kind of hard to like connect with that because mm-hmm. most of my family is just from Texas, so like they're like right there, mm-hmm. and it, like we don't really celebrate like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to connect with like my heritage. Yeah, I felt that a lot too, especially because um, personally, like I don't speak Spanish, but yeah. like my whole entire family does. Besides, like there it is again. Like I mean, like my dad knows how to speak Spanish, but mm-hmm. my mom doesn't, so he just like never taught us. So that's always been like yeah. kind of like hard for me, but I mean, it's fine. 
<laughs> Still taking Spanish? No, because you be you be speaking really fast. I be hearing. I'm like, I'm be trying to keep up, keep up with you well, in I'm Spanish. Right. No, because I always do. I remember like even last year, I would be reading or something, and the teachers would always be like, slow down, slow down. You need to slow down. I be like, trying sorry. to keep up. Yeah, yeah. it's always like, especially now because I like Spanish was my first language, mm-hmm. and then obviously growing up in all English schools, I wasn't in like the bilingual program or anything, mm-hmm. so it was a little bit harder to like practice my Spanish, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've noticed, it's so weird, but like, when I'm in Spanish class now, even though I have, like, sort of, like, a non-American accent, like, a, what is it, oh, a fluent speaker accent, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I have, like, more of an American accent now, and I hate it, but I think it's, like, subconscious, because I'm the only one who is, like, fluent in Spanish, mm-hmm. so then I feel like I have to, like, not dumb myself down, but I kind of change to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I do that, but it's like, it's just so subconsciously. Like, I don't even notice I do it sometimes, but then mm-hmm. it just happens. And I get, like, all upset at myself for it because yeah. I feel like it's important to be proud. Yeah, that you for sure. Are That's fluent so true. In this yeah. And that, you know, you come from it and, mm-hmm. like, you are still intact with it. I feel like it's something that people feel like they shouldn't be proud of. Yeah. And I think it's important that we embrace it. Yeah, going from, like, a more, like, not as light tone, <laughs> what's a stereotype that's harmful, and where have you seen it in your life? Oh, gosh. Um, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Let's talk about it. No, there's a lot to unpack here in this question. Um, I want to say with, like, Halloween coming up, definitely the costumes. Oh, yeah. gosh. Like, yes. the typical poncho and sombrero. And oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. It's, I, I don't know, it's just... Our culture is so appropriated, and yeah. it's been so normalized at this point. Yeah, like, yes. when we're, I think just every day, like, watching TV or in movies, like, like the Latinos are always, like, the farmers, or, like, they right. always make jokes about how we can't speak English, and there's just, like, so many sad things. And then, like, the women are always, like, very sexualized, yes. and that's, yes. and, like, people, like, even our age will feed into, like, the spicy Latina, like, yeah. that's always so upsetting. I those, like, those are just always so, like, harmful to see and, like, upsetting. Because, like, growing up, you, like, there wasn't a lot of representation and a lot of things. Yeah, actually, I think I posted it on my Instagram the other day. Um, there's, like, a movie coming out in November. It's called Encanto. And the main character does look like me. Mm-hmm. She has, like, short curly hair, glasses, and all that. And I was, like, after 16 years, I am finally seeing, like, a character that looks like me. It's, mm-hmm. like, how I wish I had that growing up. Because, especially, like, even in Mexico, you don't see that. Like, all the movies that you're seeing come from America. You know, right. the typical, like blonde hair blue-eyed white person yeah you're like sure. i want to be like that when i was right. younger i want to be white so coming to america i definitely was like it's my chance to be white but it's like <laughs> no you know it's like yeah. it's like no <laughs> it's because like not only being like even in like in mexico i've noticed we have like the mexican channel in my house yeah <laughs> the levita like, <laughs> Yeah, I had, like, such an intense obsession with Jane the Virgin, and I I just, like, love that show just because of the plot, but I think, like, like, growing up, like, seeing, like, all, like, Latino women, like, first off, even women, because obviously, like, 
women aren't always like that represented but like mm-hmm. even the latina part like seeing three strong females that like kind of look like me and like yes. had the same yeah. culture yeah. i just that's why i think i love that show like a lot besides yeah. Raphael and everything else but <laughs> <laughs> that's another story <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um so let's see what's it like to live in a hispanic household Loud. For anybody wondering. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I, since my mom, I think she's half Mexican and half something else. Um, <laughs> so, I don't have, like, the, um, like, typical, like, I feel like a ha- Hispanic household. But when I go to my grandma's house, oh, my gosh. Like, she be, she be handing me food on food on food. I'm like, hey, queen. No, I feel like I gain 10 pounds every time I go up to Chicago. <laughs> No, let's talk about the food. That's good. I adore. I think everyone, like, even, like, white people are always like, oh, my God, just, like, can I come to your house and eat tacos? And I'm like, first off, this is a microaggression, but, um. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be starting the restaurants here. Oh, my God, yes. The restaurants are something else. I know. Oh, my God. It's so weird. It's kind of crazy because recently my family came to visit, and every time they visit, they just bring, like, Food, like yes. mm-hmm. tons of food. Like we can't even fit anything else in our fridge anymore. <laughs> but I feel like you can really see the difference between like Peoria and like mm-hmm. the Chicago suburbs. Yeah. Because yeah. they brought so much good food and like so many things you can't find here. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's this thing called skirt steak in English and mm-hmm. in Spanish we call it arracheras. Oh my god, my dad oh, makes those all the time. Oh, there's so there's good. this one store I'm trying to remember. It's like kinda of by I think like Glen Oak or something. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, is it in Paso or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He gets that all the time and it'd be a little expensive over there for everything we'd be getting, but the food is so good. I'm like, ooh. I know, like it's hard to find the stuff you can find over there over here. Mm-hmm. Like, the real, like, genuine, authentic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice to see that, though, because... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's also talk about, like, the mental health issues that comes oh, with yeah. being, like, Hispanic. <laughs> Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's really um, unpack this. <laughs> let's talk about this for a um, I feel like sometimes they just don't believe in mental health. Yeah, they yeah. Oh, like, my gosh, yes. It's really difficult because... Finally, uh, finally, some of us in my family are going to counseling and going to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even then, like my mental health isn't still isn't seen as real. If that makes sense. No. Yeah. Just because someone's mental health doesn't look the same as someone else's, mm-hmm. they're kind of like, oh, not real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's something that I feel like a lot of us struggle with. No, and no for real. It's hard because you don't have anywhere to really help like channel your emotions mm-hmm. in a healthy way I guess I mean there's ways to channel it you know like art and everything but sometimes it's just important to talk about it with like you know someone of a profession like a therapist yeah. yeah and it's like deeper than that like sometimes like there's only so many like outlets like music and all that right. stuff because at some point you know it's like deeper than that and you need to actually get help and I feel like for like um, people of color in our communities, it's definitely, there's, like, a huge stigma around it, which is very upsetting, and, like, they're, like, oh, like, you're just, like, lazy, or, like, you're just, like, you need to work harder, and I'm, like, or just, like, choose to be happy. I'm, like, guys, I don't think that's how this works. (laughs) How do I tell you that that's not how this works? I feel like religion also has a huge impact. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm glad you touched on that, (laughs) because let's talk about it. Yes, like, 
religion just kind of makes, especially with like mental health, like our parents mm-hmm. may be like, just pray about that's, it, yeah, you know, or something. Because yeah, like in my household, you know, we're Christian. So like mm-hmm. a lot of the time when I'm like, I'm just feeling down, I need like a mental health day for myself. They're like, stop being lazy, just pray about it, you'll be fine. It's mm-hmm. like, it yeah. doesn't work like Or like, that. it's just demons trying to, I'm, yes. like, I'm like, like, dude, it's like, not oh, demons. No, <laughs> 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 like, it's definitely not what's happening. Anyway, yeah. It's definitely important to talk about that because I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. And especially because of, like, religion and, like, their heritage. Yeah, yeah, and also I feel like the typical, like, um, the guys being, like, macho and stuff. Like, oh, yes. that oh stereotype yes. of, like, oh. you know, like, men can't have feelings. And then, like, women, you know, kind of just yeah. being, like, less than. Like, I feel like that also projects a lot in how they regard, like, mental health. Because, yeah. obviously, like, for boys, the parents could be, like, you know, you're a guy. You're, like, suck it up. You know, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, I see that a lot within my family. Like, they don't even realize that they have those, like, stereotypical roles. But it's, like, my dad, like, when we go to visit, like, I have a bunch of aunties, and they're all like, no, you know what, you don't need to move a finger, we got it, we're gonna cook for you guys, yes. we're gonna take care of everything, I'm like, no, he can, he can cook, he can do something, let's get him to work. <laughs> like, that's, I feel like we see that a lot, and yeah, it's like, upsetting. The times that I've gone, like, into fights with my parents over, like, me just being like, hey, dad, you can do it, you right. know, like, right. like oh my gosh. you can do it, you know, because, like, my mom would be like, hey, can you, like, do this, and then my dad would be like, um, go do that I'm like she told you yeah. <laughs> not me so, you. Yeah. I feel like in my extended family I definitely see that yes but in my family personally I don't see that as much like my dad and my mom both equally cook and clean which I'm yeah my mom's a baddie she will not tolerate right. that <laughs> <laughs> but my extended family for sure I'm like hey oh, guys yeah, yeah. this is not cool yeah, yeah when I go back to Mexico like that shock oh, of yeah. you know like men don't do anything they're just like sitting down drinking their beers to sing to one yeah, and then like no. the all the women like doing so i'm just like i'm like hold on we don't do that what century we in hold on <laughs> this don't feel right <laughs> we don't do that <laughs> all right thank you guys so much we're gonna have our next guest speakers in soon the way i could not stop recording stop. <laughs> and we're here with our new guest speakers so they're gonna introduce themselves Oh, hi, I'm JC, and the best part about being Hispanic is probably, like, the food, because food is great, yeah. and uh, the worst part is probably, like, the discrimination you get, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would have to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, guys, I'm Moses. I would say that the best part of being Hispanic is probably, you know, the culture, and mm-hmm. the worst part is, I would say, too, the discrimination. It's, main, it's my main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Johan, and... I think the best part about being Hispanic is probably, you know, also the food and just the culture <laughs> and everything. And I think the worst part of it is just like also, yeah, the, just the discrimination, the generalization and stuff. Yeah. Have you guys ever like faced any experiences of like discrimination? Like, I definitely experienced like microaggressions, but I don't know if I've ever like experienced like blunt like racism. What about you guys? Uh, I would say like not with like covid and everything and now like there's a point where like if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear masks Mm -hmm. and like if you are vaccinated you don't have to wear masks well you have to wear masks Mm -hmm. all right um you can continue okay um well there was this one time it was very blatant it was in the sixth grade um he has moved out of the district but um we were talking honestly i don't remember what the discussion was but he this one kid he brought up he, I had said something like, oh, people come to America for freedom and stuff. And mm-hmm. he had straight up just said, well, maybe you should go back. 
or something like that. And I was like, wow, oh my god, is this racism? <laughs> oh my god, what school did you go to? I used to go to Washington Gifted. Washington Gifted. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, did you all go to no, Washington? No, I went to I went I I went to so many schools. I went to like Irving, I went to Glen Oak, Lincoln. And I'm go here. Dang, you done been everywhere. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, and I also went to Heinz for like late the first two weeks of school, probably. Wait, how, how was that? That's pretty stressful. Uh, I feel that like was like schools. kindergarten, like kindergarten, like Irving for like the first two weeks, and then it was very like not that much was like, but in like then after that I went to Irving for like kindergarten first second because mm-hmm. I think. Second went to er- Lincoln, and then from Lincoln I went to Glen Oak, and then back to Glen Oak I went to back to Lincoln. So yeah. Yeah, you really experienced all the schools. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, have you ever experienced any like r- racism or discrimination? Uh, I don't think like I have like well racism yes, but like discrimination no. Mm-hmm. I remember I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I was just sitting at lunch, and then um, uh, the group of people I used to sit with who I'm no longer friends with like most of them. Mm-hmm. Except, like one person, um, one of them had just said um, uh, that I should like mow their lawn for fifty cents. I was like, "Whoa, okay." That is, yeah, that is definitely, that is definitely something. Yeah, that's. I think we can get into like the stereotypes of like um, Latinos. I feel like there's so many yeah. bad ones, like oh, like we can't speak English, mm-hmm. like all this other mm-hmm. stuff. So, how have you guys experienced that or like seen that like on like TV in like your life? I mean, just for me, whenever I watch TV, I've really noticed a lot, and it does, it's not just, like, Mexican um, people that are portrayed, it's, like, every Hispanic person, they always have, like, a vague accent, yes. which I feel like isn't true, because, I mean, like, I'm Mexican, and do I have a vague accent right now? No. Not no. really. So. You said not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Um, I also think that, like, in TV, like, there's always, like, like a person of color as like the like the side character yeah. being like like a yeah. spicy person bringing yeah. in like the right. flavor to the like the lead who is usually white typical mm-hmm. yeah. stereotypical yeah. and I think that's always like harmful to see yeah, and it's like always like it's always like the like in shows you always see like a white person as the main character and you always see mm-hmm. like the POC p- character characters as like the villains or the people yes. like and then you also have like the latino hispanic characters that are like the side characters and usually mm-hmm. like oh hi best friend like oh i just came here to give you this cookie that i found like on the stream so yeah. you want it <laughs> so like yeah it's like but you like you never see like those big hispanic roles yeah, yeah. and like not even like in like kitchen well besides coco and enchanto but like, but those have been like so recent. Like growing yeah. up as like yeah. young people, like we never saw that yeah. ever, yeah. and it's very upsetting. Like I was watching Glee, which is kind of random. It's a very, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a very inclusive like show, um, for like the LGBT community. But then I was like, like watching it and like the character Santana, like that's obviously giving spicy Latina, which mm-hmm. we see all the time. And I was like, wow, this kind of sucks. Because growing up, this is like one of my favorite shows, and now I'm like watching, it, I'm yeah. like, it's kind of upsetting. Like. Why does she have to be fill that character in the role? Right. Um, so I guess we can ask, like, tell us about your family, like, where, like, because, like, my family, let's see, my dad was born in America, but both of my grandparents were from Mexico, and they came here. So what about you guys? Um, my dad, he's from Mexico, and um, my mom, my grandma, like, on my mom's side, is also from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both came down here, whatever. It's just... Um, <laughs> what about you guys? Um, both of my parents immigrated from Mexico, so I'm the 
I'm the youngest of three. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how my family um, came here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my mom and my stepdad, they both came from Mexico, and my dad also came from Mexico. And I think my mom, she's like the youngest one that came. I think she was like about eight years old when she came here. Oh, wow. And uh, my stepdad and my dad have not told me anything. I think my dad told me he's like, oh, I came to like United States when I was like about like your age, like when I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I told him I was like, do you think he's like, nah, he probably came when he was like ten. Because <laughs> I, I know his, I know his That's mom. Funny. So yeah. No, like my mom is half. So my dad is like fully Mexican. My mom is half Mexican. She's half something else. I'm like, ma'am, you gonna tell me or I'm like just a quarter something we don't know. Um, but just going from that, um, how is it like growing up like Hispanic and then also, like, do you feel like you had different like pressures and like did you ever feel like I mean like again with like the racism thing like growing up? Um, I think like growing up more it's just like um, there was like this big thing about like oh you don't speak Spanish enough oh, just, like, you're not Mexican enough, whatever. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wow, like, why are you saying this? Like, this is too much. <laughs> um, for me, like, growing up, I spoke a lot of Spanish. It was mainly the language I spoke. Mm-hmm. But then I used to be in, like, the ELL program in kindergarten, and then I got out of that. And then I went to Washington, and that's a predominantly white school, I would say. And I feel like I got... I feel like I lost a little bit of my culture. You know, mm-hmm. just because yeah. I spent so much time around white people. They're not all bad, but it's just, you know, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still Mexican, and I, right. I feel like I need to acknowledge that more because I feel like I've forgotten. Yeah, that. no, yeah. for sure. That's terrible. Uh, for me, it was like my dad always taught me English, like, because I always went with him on the weekends and, like, every other, like, Tuesday and Wednesday, and he used to talk to me in English. Mm-hmm. And my mom would get pissed at that because she's like, she's like, I'm talking to you in Spanish, and he talks back to me in Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, she used to tell me that, and like she was talking to me about this conversation er, like the other day. She's like, "It's funny how I used to talk to you when you were little in Spanish, and you used to reply back to me in English." <laughs> and then like uh, my dad, I was like, "Well, my dad like literally had like two other white kids, and then he had me." So it's like, "Yeah, what do you do there in that situation?" No, I will touch on Washington. Um, I actually moved here from Galesburg, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But I moved here in seventh grade, and I went to Washington. And it was weird because um, at my old school, like, we didn't have any uniforms. Like, it was a lot more, like, chill. It was a lot more free, and it was a lot more diverse. So coming into Washington and, like, everyone kind of, like, looking the same was predominantly white. I think there must have been, like, five people of color in my class. Yeah, right. And it yeah. was just, like, kind of hard because I did feel like it was normalized to, like, have, like, people, like, say funny jokes about, like, my culture. True. Like, they're like, oh, Sophia, like, can I come to your house? Like, I just want tacos. You smell like tacos, which is not true because I hadn't had tacos in, like, two weeks. So uh-huh. I was like, why are <laughs> why y'all trying to say this on me right now? Yeah. Like, it was just, I feel like that was, like, normalized, and that was just kind of yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, always, like, like, the more expected foods that come out of Hispanic household are, like, tacos, tamales, mm-hmm. or, like, but, like, they don't know that out of there you get the tortas, you get the burritos, the tacos, mm-hmm. the tamales, las enchiladas, and then you also get, <laughs> yes, those are the best. Especially, like, when they're just, like, the red ones. I like the red ones because they're not that spicy. Let's talk about food. What are your guys' favorite foods? <laughs> I think my favorite is probably sopes, if you guys have ever had it. Like, <laughs> Since you're just, like, yeah. Just, you can put whatever you want on it. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. Um, for me, I I would have to say either tamales or tortas. 
Okay, but like, I didn't really like used to know about tortas, but then my family goes to Mexico quite often, and my one of my aunts she makes one for me every time we go, and I like it's so good. I can't nice. eat it. Yeah, for you? me, my favorite food is anything on like beef tongue, con like lengua. That's mm. the best. Like I remember, I used to go to like when I was little. My mom used to make me these like tacos de lengua, and I used to be like, "Mom, what is this?" And then she <laughs> never told me until like when I grew up, and I was like, and I read it, I was like, "Oh, it's beef tongue," but it's so good. <laughs> no, yeah, because when I was young, like I remember my auntie gave me that, and I was like, "But you just say like I'm not gonna eat that." But then I had it, and I was like, "Dang, this is good." But I feel like a lot of times they don't even tell me what I'm eating, but it's delicious, so yeah. I don't ask questions. Do you guys have, like, a favorite place to go here or, like, any good recommendations of, like, good stores? I know there's one by Glen Oak that there's, like, a, a store, and yes. I, love I love that, that store. store. We get oh, we get our aranches there all the time. But, like, I know there's not a lot of really good restaurants. I'm trying to think. What Do you guys have any places you like? I have a certain one in mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to this one. In, oh, I'm sorry. But, like, I went to this one in Chicago to go pick up my grandma. She came back from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And my uncle was like, let's go to this restaurant. I don't know the name of it. It's, like, there by the airport. Mm-hmm. It's a really good restaurant. Like, I have never had tacos where they fry the tortilla and, like, they stuff it with, like, the meat. They put so your cilantro, the cebolla, that and you have the limon. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, it's tacos. I was like, this does not look like a taco. <laughs> I was like, this is like a whole nother thing. This is like fried tacos. And it was good. They were so bomb. And it's like, even though it was so much grease, it was like, it was still good. It's like, man. No, like watching my grandma flip this stuff without anything, I'm like, okay, ma'am, are you good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but what was your other restaurant? I'm trying to stop gatekeeping. Let me you guys, know. You guys, you go to Rudy's Mexican Cantina and Grill. <laughs> the DMV. You know, oh, really? my tios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My father owns it. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, I love how you're giving the plug. <laughs> I will definitely go there. No, my dad, he was talking about that the other day, and I was like, mm, I guess we should go. Because, like, we just, like, live next to, like, Los Cabos, so we go there, but it's, like, it's decent. It's not, like, anything wild. No offense, Los Cabos, <laughs> in case you're listening. Um, but I'm trying to see. Do you guys have any other points you want to touch on? Uh, I was wanting to talk about like LGBTQ in like Hispanic culture because like that's like a big thing especially for me that I grew up like both in like we could say in an American household in a Hispanic household like Mm. I literally got a little bit of both yeah Uh, and with my dad it was literally uh, like I I never I didn't tell him my -hmm. sister told him because I thought I told someone I trusted Mm-hmm. And like I told her, I was like, "Hey, yo, like I'm kind of like this guy is like, but I don't know how my feelings are towards him." And like literally, she told my dad. My dad was like, "You know what? I don't want you in my house anymore. Oh, I'm gonna stop seeing you." So yeah. And my mom was like, "When I told her, she's like, oh, um, that's okay, Mijo, but like, are you sure?'" And it's like, that's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. but she's starting to understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she just keeps on telling me that, like, when you're 18, I'm going to start supporting you. But I'm like, I don't kind of want that. That one. doesn't like, make sense. Yeah, like, <laughs> I kind of want it Why now. does the number matter? Not yeah. at all. Yeah. No, I think when it comes to, at least in my, like, family, we're super religious. So I think the whole thing of, like, the LGBTQ community, like, my dad's like, oh, like, he just is a little bit homophobic, but he doesn't like to say it. And it's, like, a little yeah. bit upsetting. Cause actually, it's a lot of bit yeah. upsetting. Because I'm like, I have to call him out. And he's like, I'm not homophobic, but I just don't want to see that. And I was like, that's literally <laughs> like, do you know how you sound right now? It's just upsetting. He's like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't think I am. I'm like, you are. 
And just because, like, in the Bible it says somewhere, like, a man cannot marry with a, a man. But there's so many other things, like, in the Bible that we can talk yeah, about. Yeah. It's just and so upsetting. Like, incorrectly, like, translated. I yeah, think. I heard that, too. That it was, like, what was it supposed it to be? It was, like, man shall not live with boy, I think, like. like yeah, pedophilia. And that's pedophilia, yeah. literally. So, why yeah. do, I, yeah. they just hold on to that one verse and they, yeah. right. they have a hold on them. Yeah. Like, I don't understand <laughs> it. It's so upsetting. But I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I feel like, like, my auntie, not to call her out or anything, but I'm calling her out. She was like, yeah, I don't support Black Lives Matter because the girl who started it was a lesbian. I was like, that's why you're not supporting that? Out of, I was just like, I was just in awe. Like, I could not even speak to her. I didn't like to go any there more because it's just, like, upsetting. Like, why is it, does it have that much of an impact? Like, it shouldn't yeah. have it. It's just so upsetting. Yeah, I remember my mom had this keychain that my um, neighbor gave from her to her, and she came from, like, I think from Germany and like my mom never realized she just thought oh it's cute and then my auntie like literally she starts looking at it she's like Olga it's like two viejas kissing each other I was like why does it matter yeah it like doesn't. why does it matter and like literally my mom literally took it off oh and then I was like mom why does it matter like why it's like it's like that you it's a keychain just as a gift like you don't mm-hmm. have to like do it has your dad ever like kind of educated himself more on the topic uh my dad like is more like and this is this is what really confuses me like i don't know if he just kicked me out just to kick me out or like because my sister also came out to him as a bisexual Mm -hmm. and mind you she was like 12 at the time I think she knew. Like she, like she's like, she's like, Dad, I kind, I think I kind of like girls and guys. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's like, I think you don't know what the hell you want anymore. It's like, why does it matter? Right. Like it's like, live life, love is love. Like man, like don't 